Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Hope you all had a great weekend. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, we started off a new month today, and despite the weak trading that we saw last Friday to close out April, it was still a phenomenal month for April. All of our major indexes hitting all-time highs on the monthly charts, an incredible number of sectors doing the same. And then today, we got a pretty good start to the month of May, which I'm going to cover a lot of here today. But if you've been tuning in with us here, you know we pay a lot of attention to market analytics, statistics, and of course seasonality as well, which historically has been an important part of playing the market on an analytical basis, being that 90% of all stock market gains typically occur between the months of November and April, which of course, hence the old adage, sell in May and go away. And as everyone knows, all good prophecies rhyme. So that one must be true, right? <laughs> all right. Maybe not necessarily an exact science to that one. But we do have a few analytics today that kind of break up the old sell in May and go away. And the most obvious one is last year. After coronavirus insanity derailed our markets into March and the March 23rd lows, and then we started the recovery in April, and after May, May to October, was a pretty incredible time frame, and really May to the end of the year, just a phenomenal run for our markets, and it doesn't look like sell in May and go away is going to apply again this year either, and it really hasn't over the last decade or so. But going back to 1950, like I said, 90% of all stock market gains occur between November and April. That hasn't held up the same in the last 10 years. And especially on a a May like this one in a post-election year. May actually tends to be one of the best performing months of the year. Higher 90% of the time in a post-election year like we have this year. So some bullish analytics back this up here. And then over the last decade, when the S&P 500 is up by more than 5% through the month of April, May has also been higher 90% of the time. And then lastly here, probably the most compelling piece of data going all the way back to 1954, when the S&P 500 is higher by 10% or more through the first Four months of the years happened 18 times going back to 1954. The rest of the year has been positive 88% of the time. And after that 10% move, average gains for the final eight months of 7.4%. And the S&P this year was up 11% going through April. So strong statistics there. And then you combine, you combine that with our major themes. I've heard Kippa talk about it a lot. I've talked about it too a lot here on the podcast as well. There's two major factors that drive markets higher. Liquidity and corporate earnings, both of which we have in spades right now. And it just incredibly bullish. We have over $22 trillion in global 
fiscal and monetary stimulus, like we've been talking about here for a long time now, there might not be a, a factor that matters more than that right there. And there's likely more coming as well. So take that, combine it with the incredible Q1 earnings that just continue to crush. Got another great week coming up here of earnings. Uh, got some big names coming up this week. Uber, Lyft, Apple. Oh, sorry, Apple's last week. Um, but some incredible names coming up this week. I'm missing my list of all the earnings coming up this week right now. But corporate earnings are going to continue to take down the P.E. ratios of this market. Um, and uh, just another reason we stay so long and strong here. And folks, we are. We will continue to add to positions here on dips as we've done here since just a week before the lows of coronavirus insanity last year, those March 23rd lows that I talked about. And then we continued that commitment going through what was likely the most volatile presidential election that we've had in the United States in at least decades, probably in modern history, really. So, folks, we remain long and strong here. This is that bull market as we see it. Uh, we have to continue to remain invested despite what you might be reading in headlines from the financial mainstream media out there. We've seen how wrong they've been time and time again. But all right, let's take a look at our markets here on the day today. We were led by the Dow up a little bit more earlier in the day, but still a solid day up seven tenths of 1% to 34,113. We were followed there by the Russell 2000 up about half a percent to 2,277. And then lastly, for our winners on the day, the S&P 500 coming in just shy of an all-time high today. Uh, up though 0.27 percent to 4,192. That all-time high being just less than 30 points away at 4,218. So that could be a one-day move for for this market as we've seen here. And then looking at the internals on a mixed day like today, I say mixed with just the Nasdaq down, tech lower, semis lower. Not not bad internals at all. Solid readings for the NYSE. And with the NASDAQ down and tech down like we saw today, I mean, take a look at Amazon down over 2% on the day-to-day. So you can see where tech was affected there. But advancing stocks beating out declinings over 2 to 1 positive on the NYSE and almost exactly flat on the NASDAQ. So not a bad day considering the NASDAQ was down half a percent. And then new 52-week highs of lows just continue to crush. 569 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 73 hitting 52-week lows. So almost 8 to 1 positive on the day. Strong numbers there. And then lastly, volume coming in over 2 to 1 positive on the NYSE and just slightly negative on the NASDAQ. I actually like to get a refresh in here. Wow, yeah. I mean, just barely negative on the NASDAQ. So not bad considering the day that we just saw here. Looking at our sectors on the day, this is where we start to get really bullish because we got some of our biggest leading economic indicators hitting all-time highs today. The transports finished up nicely on the day today. Now at some of their most overbought levels, up 1.77% on the day today, like I said, an all-time high. We're now on track for the transports 
for a 72% annualized returns if we continue this going through the end of the year. And like I said, we are at overbought readings here on the transports. But as was pointed out today by Evercore, the last time the transports were this overbought, they went on to rally another 41% from here. So incredibly bullish to see the transports at all-time highs. Great bullish statistics to back that up. And then we also got an all-time high today from HGX, the housing index. Actually looked a little lower after the open this morning. Rallied nicely to finish up 1.89%, hitting an all-time intraday high today as well. As we talk about here often, housing is a leading economic indicator here for the VRA investing system. So to get housing hitting all-time highs as well, incredibly bullish for our markets. Looking at our S&P 500 sectors, we're now four months into the year. All 11 S&P 500 sectors are positive on the year so far. Pretty incredible. Energy has been the best performer overall, leading the way higher, and that continued today. We finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher, energy leading the way. And then a number of all-time highs here. Materials, all-time high. Industrials, all-time high. Financials, all-time high. So strong readings here. And then for our laggards on the day, we had consumer discretionary, real estate, communication services. And then the one that might have been a little troublesome was tech finishing lower on the day, like I mentioned earlier, along with the semis, which were down 1.16%. We want to see that group continue to play some catch up here, just below an all-time high, though really not far below it at all. And this is kind of the rotation that we've seen, though, between small caps and tech. Small caps are up one day, tech's up the next, while small caps are down. We'll see if we get that continuing through this week as well. And finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Uh, Earlier today, Bank of America came out with some really interesting research on commodities. If you're with us here, you saw this chart. We put it out to members. The 10-year rolling return for commodities has now turned positive for the first time since 2014. Now, that marks the end of the longest period of underperformance for commodities since the Great Depression. Another reason here for us that we believe the current bull market in commodities might just be getting started, seeing a lot of talk about the new global commodity super cycle that we have on our hands, and we saw it today in our favorite commodities Gold having a nice day, up 1.4% to 1,792 an ounce. And the real winner from that group were the miners. Exactly what you want to see in a bull market from this group. You want to see the miners outperforming the metals, and that happened today. GDX up a big 3.9% on the day, and it looks to be remaining well above its bearish channel since August of last year, something we've been watching here closely And when this group decides to break out, we believe it's going to be a lookout above type of situation here. We still need to see it get above its 200-day moving average before we're getting too aggressive here, but we're right there right now. And then after that happens, we're going to get golden uh, bullish crosses and a number of other bullish factors from this group. We also saw in our other commodities today, silver having a huge day, up 4.3% now to $26.99 an ounce. Copper having a nice day as well, up 1.33% to $4.52 a pound. And oil up as well today, 1.35% to $64.44 a barrel. 
And lastly for today, Bitcoin now up just under 1% to 57388 And then one that we cover here from time to time, and especially on big days like today, Ethereum. Hitting an all-time high today, up a big 11% so far on the day. Like I said, an all-time high of 3290 for Ethereum. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.